I'm Ben Pugh, and you're listening to Impact Parenting with Perspective, episode number 22. This podcast is all about helping parents manage the mental and emotional drama that comes with parenting teens so they can focus on what's most important, building rock-solid relationships and having a powerful impact on their teen's life. Join me each week as I dive into real tools to help you and your teen turn struggles into strengths. Hey guys, welcome back to another podcast. Thank you, as always, for joining me on this journey. And thank you guys for all listening. I just got a notification this morning that we're up to 1,500 downloads. That's pretty good. And I want to invite you guys, please share this podcast with any other parents of teenagers that you know. If you find this helpful, chances are they also will find this helpful. And if you haven't had an opportunity yet, or you just haven't taken advantage of an opportunity, please take a minute and go leave me a five-star review and even write down how this podcast has benefited you. That really helps other parents be like, hey, you know what, I'm going to take a chance and listen to this podcast. I want to see if it can help me with my teenagers. So thank you for those of you who have left a review. Thank you to all of you who listen. Thank you for coming back week after week. And please invite all of your friends, any parents that you think could benefit and have this direction in their life. So today, we are going to be talking about managing your own emotions. A lot of parents want to know how to manage their teens' emotions, and today I'm going to be teaching you why it's so important to manage your own emotions. I believe that when we as parents manage our own emotions, we can turn tough parenting moments into powerful opportunities for us as parents to love and connect with our teenagers and to teach them by our example. So that is what we will be talking about today. And I wanted to start the day off with a quote. This is from one of my coaches, Brooke Castillo. And she says, emotional adulthood, oh my, I already butchered that. Emotional adulthood is recognizing that all of your feelings are caused by your thoughts. All right. So if you haven't yet, I invite you to go listen to episode seven. That is where we talk about the model and we review how our circumstances, they're out of our control, they're factual, but how we have thoughts about them and our thoughts create our feelings, which fuel our actions, which create our results. So to be emotionally mature, emotionally intentional and control, we need to realize, hey, you know what? I'm creating my own feelings by the thoughts that I'm allowing myself to think. So today, we're going to really talk about how you as a parent have the power to turn challenging parenting moments into opportunities, opportunities for connection, love, and learning. And a lot of us parents, I throw myself in that list, we squander these opportunities because 
we're focusing on the obstacles. We're focusing on what's going wrong instead of, hey, what's going right? How could this be beneficial? So right now, I want to take a few minutes and talk about how emotionally intentional parenting is powerful. This is a game changer. Uh, One of the things that I've heard a lot of parenting experts say, which I strongly disagree with, is that, oh, you've got to parent without emotion. I disagree with that. Our teenagers do not want us to be robots. They don't want to be parented by robots. They want parents who are emotionally invested in them. So when you hear people say, oh, yeah, just you have to parent without emotion, I disagree with that. I think it is a far more powerful to parent with intentional emotion and to be emotionally in control. I want to give you an example. I did foster care for 10 years, and I can't remember what training I was at, but I also saw this in my own experience. But the guy that was doing the training, he's like, the kids that have the most damage, they're not the ones who are physically, verbally, mentally, emotionally abused. They're the ones who are just neglected. There's no love there at all. There's no care, no emotion. They are the ones who are the most damaged. They're the ones that have the hardest time connecting with foster parents or connecting with people at school. Like when there's that emotional neglect, like there's just no emotion that is damaging to our children. And so what I want to point out is that rather than parenting without emotion, we want to show up emotionally in control. We want to be intentional with the emotion that we show up with. Uh, I know I'm not perfect at this, but I try not to show up angry. I try not to be frustrated and mad. And I know that there are certain times where I'm more likely to be angry when I'm stressed out, when I'm hungry, when I'm tired. I recognize this. And so when I know things are going to be harder, I try a little bit harder to be like, no, you know what? Right now, I want to have curiosity. Curiosity is one of the emotions that I feel like helps me show up as a better dad because now I'm getting curious about my teenager rather than just flying off the handle and being furious. So rather than parenting without emotion, we want to parent with intentional emotions and in control. Now, most parents in the world think that how they feel is based on their circumstances. Uh, Their child gets in trouble at school or their child is picking on a younger, uh, whatever it might be. They think, oh, this is why I'm upset. When, again, if if you don't remember the model, go back to episode seven where I discussed the model and that will help you remember that, no, how you feel is created by your thoughts. When your teenager gets in trouble at school and you think, what is wrong with you? You shouldn't have gotten in trouble. You're better than this. You know better. All of these thoughts create emotions in our bodies. So anytime we're feeling negative emotion towards our teenagers, that's due to our thoughts. It's due to what we think that situation means. And I just, I want to remind you, you have the power to turn challenging parenting moments into powerful opportunities. And 
this all starts with what you think about the situation. So we can use the model. Remember, that's our circumstances, our thoughts lead to feelings, which fuel our actions, which create our results. You can use the model to learn from your past, to plan for your future, and to show up intentionally in the present. So I would invite you, use the model, experiment with it. Uh, When you show up emotionally in a way that you would rather not do, like when I get mad and I just show up mad and I'm yelling and I'm like, what is wrong with you? Why? I can look at that and I can be like, okay, this is how I showed up. What was I feeling? And I identify that feeling. A lot of times for me, it's shame. And when I explore, okay, why am I feeling shame? A lot of times it's like, well, what are other parents thinking about me? What what am I making this circumstance mean about me? And I, I've used this example before, but in a basketball game, my son swatted this little kid way shorter than him, way younger than him. And then as he walked, strutted backwards down the court, he wagged his finger like, uh-uh, don't bring that in here. And I got so mad. I was embarrassed and my face turned bright red. And in that moment, I was like, oh, man, why am I, like, what am I feeling? It's like, oh, it's shame. It's anger. I was like, well, man, why am I feeling shame? And I explored it and I'm like, what must all these other parents be thinking about me? Like, that guy's a parenting coach and yet his kid goes and does this. Like, when we're familiar with the model, we can identify, okay, why am I feeling this way? What thought is creating that? And we can look at, like, what are the results that I get when I show up this way? When I yell, when I'm angry, when I do whatever, what results am I getting? Am I happy with those? Because if not, it's time to try something different. All right. So I want to talk a little bit about why it's so important to be emotionally intentional. Now, human beings are animals. And as part of being an animal, we still have a primitive portion of our brain that is in charge of our survival. This is called the amygdala. Now, When we show up emotionally out of control, we're more likely to do things like yell, scream, call names, just blow things up. Now, I want you to take a minute and I want you to remember, when was the last time that you got yelled at? And what did you feel? How did you feel inside? And what did you do? Really explore that. Pause the podcast if you need to. But really think about, man, when was the last time I got yelled at? What did I do and how did I feel? Get curious. Go find that. How did you feel? I can remember like very vividly getting yelled at by <clears throat> at the school that I was a principal at. Uh, it was a Native American school and there was a governing body of elders for the tribe that ran the tribe and indirectly controlled the school. And I remember them just laying into me, calling me racist, calling me all this stuff. They didn't know. And I just remember being like, man, I just want to leave. I want to get up. I want to leave. I want to run away and never come back. And part of me was like, oh, you know, I want to stand up and I want to set these guys straight. And I'm no, no, this is how it actually went. This, I, I wanted to fight or flee. And 
fortunately, I had these tools and I was like, oh, you know what? How do I want to show up? I want to be curious. I want to try and understand where they're coming from. But enough of that. I want you to go back to the place when you last got yelled at. Maybe it was your teenager that yelled at you last. I don't know. Maybe it was a boss. How did you feel? Chances are, even as an adult, that you went into fight, flight, or freeze. Your brain was like, hey, we got to go into survival mode. We're in trouble. Now, I want to just share that with you. When we yell, when we show up emotionally out of control, oftentimes we trigger our teenagers' amygdala. We put them into fight, flight, or freeze mode. And I want to tell you, the emotions that go with that are often fear, anxiety, shame, embarrassment. And these feelings do not promote learning. They promote like survival, like doubling down and being like, oh my goodness, I got to get out of here or I got to yell back. I got to fight. So if you show up emotionally out of control, like it's not the end of the world. I do it sometimes. And I'm a freaking parenting coach. Like I'm not perfect. I don't expect any of you guys to be perfect, but I just want you to be aware when you show up emotionally out of control, oftentimes that will lead to you triggering your teenager's amygdala. Another thing I see parents do is they try the show up without emotions part. And that shows the teenager, oh, hey, you know what? This isn't really that important to my parents because obviously they don't care. Now, I want to share that when we lose emotional control, it's not the end of the world. Uh, I have clients that have told me, oh, I hit my kid. I'm so disappointed in myself. I smacked my kid. I've had parents tell me, oh, I threw something at them. I called them names. I poured my drink on them. Honestly, like these aren't ideal and I don't promote this. I don't condone it. Like do not abuse your children. But I also want you to know, hey, you can change this. You don't have to show up that way in the future. Don't judge yourself based on your mistakes and think, oh, I'm such a bad parent. I'm not doing anything right. These are nothing more than opportunities for you to learn, for you to learn a better way and do it differently. So think about that time when you got yelled at. How did you feel? Did it trigger your amygdala? This is what happens to our teenagers when we show up out of control. They can't process information that we're trying to share to them because they're so worried. They're trying to figure out how to survive. So I want to invite you to really explore the last time maybe you yelled, maybe you screamed, maybe you threw stuff. I want you to explore that. What were you feeling in the moment that led to that action? And what were you thinking that led to that emotion? And then I want you to step back and look at it. What result did you get from your action, from your behavior? Okay. No matter how badly you want to yell and scream, throw things, any of this stuff, it's natural to show up emotionally out of control. And that's fine. But we are human beings. We have a powerful, powerful prefrontal cortex. We can create new habits. We can take new actions that will help us turn normally tough parenting situations 
into powerful parenting situations. All right. So when I talk to parents about tough parenting moments, and when I emphasize the power of managing your own emotions and showing up emotionally intentional and in control, I want to share why this is so huge. Human beings are herd animals. We function like a herd. Like you see this in politics, you see it in religion, you see it in sports. We like to form our own herds and function that way. It's not good, it's not bad. It's just how we've evolved to be. As a part of being herd animals, we are really good at reading other people's emotions and mirroring them back. If you want to, here's an experiment. Go talk to your teenager and get louder and louder and louder. Do it slowly and notice. They'll get louder and louder and louder. They'll match you and get quieter and quieter and quieter. And they'll mirror what you're doing because we're herd animals and you are the leader in your pack. So part of the reason that it's so important that we use these tough these challenging parenting moments as opportunities is because it is an opportunity for us to model the desired behavior that we want our teenagers to have. Now, it isn't magic. It's not going to work instantaneously, but it will have an impact on your teenager. Um, Rourke Denver, I believe he was a Navy SEAL. I can't remember. He has a really good talk on Utah, on, on Utah, on YouTube, where he talks about how calm is contagious. And like how you show up in a tough parenting moment will indicate the result that you get from that. It will create that result. And if you want your teenager to show up calmly, you as a parent need to model that desired behavior. You need to be that example. Okay, so Part of the reason that being emotionally intentional will change everything is because you as a parent, like you're the leader of this herd, this pack, your teens, whether they like it or not, they have an urge, a desire to please their parents, to uh, to just get along with the leader of this herd. And so your teen is mirroring either your current behavior or past behaviors. And even like I get parents that are like, well, I've never done this. And I know I get it. Like there are things that my teenagers do that I'm like, they didn't learn that from me because I don't do it. Even if they're doing things that you don't do, this is an opportunity for you to be an example of how you want them to show up because, hey, this is how I'm showing up. One of the things that I do, like my teenager will get upset and he'll be like, dad, you just don't get it. And he'll just lay into me and start yelling. And I'll be like, hey, time out do you hear the way that I'm talking to you? And they'll be like, yeah. And I'll say, am I yelling at you? And this is a good question because sometimes they'll be like, I feel like you are. And I'll be like, what made you feel that way? Well, you just, you seem so mad and you're short tempered. And I realize, oh, hey, I'm not showing up how I want to be. And I'll apologize. I'll say, hey, see how I'm talking to you right now? I'm calm. I'm trying to understand. This is what I'd like to get back from you. And 90% of the time, my teenager's like, oh, yeah, sorry. I was just upset. I didn't realize I was yelling. So this is an opportunity where we can show up and we can say, hey, this is a tough parenting moment. You think it's hard for you as a teenager? It's hard for me as a parent. 
Here's how I'm intentionally showing up. I'd like to invite you to do the same thing. This is powerful because our actions speak louder than words. This is powerful because demonstrating emotional control in tough parenting moments will, number one, teach your teenagers, hey, you know what? It is possible to be in control emotionally even when you're upset. And number two, you get to be the example, hey, this is how I want you to act. I'm willing to do it. It's hard for me, but here I am. I would like you to do it. So the takeaway is this. You have the power to turn challenging parenting moments into opportunities for connection, for love, and for learning. Now, the reason I throw learning in there, ultimately, like we can't control our teenagers. As parents, our job is to show up and teach. Hey, this is how you did it. Here's how I would like you to do it. And here's some benefits for doing it that way. We can't make our teenagers do that. We can't change them. We can't force them to do it. So what we want to do is we want to show up and we want to be able to teach in a way that has an impact in their life so that, hey, hopefully they get it. Hopefully they're like, oh yeah. I remember once being super upset at my dad and he was just super calm. And I don't know, maybe this will happen when my teen's a dad and he's upset at his team and he'll be like, oh, I remember how calm my dad was and I really felt like he loved me and understood. So that's how I want to show up right now. You have the power in challenging parenting moments to be all the difference. Most parents are simply reactive. They're reacting to these challenging moments. They don't have a plan going into it. This leads them to taking actions out of fear, shame, frustration, anger, self-doubt even. When I hear parents that are like, man, I yelled at my son and then I threw my shoe at him. When we explore, well, what emotion was driving that? It's usually a combination of fear, like fear of what could go wrong or shame. Like, I can't believe my teenager did that. I was so ashamed. I was embarrassed. Frustration, anger, like these emotions are emotions that lead us to be emotionally out of control. And when we take control back, all of a sudden we know that, hey, you know what? This challenging parenting moment is nothing more than an opportunity for me to show up intentionally. It's an opportunity for me to connect with my teenager and show them, hey, you know what? I love you and I'm trying to understand. It's an opportunity for me to be an example and teach by what I do rather than what I say. So, As we look at these parenting moments as opportunities rather than obstacles, we become more intentional rather than reactional. You'll be able to choose what you think in the moment, which will change how you feel, which will then determine what action you take, which creates a result that you get. As an example, I know that there are certain things that make me super upset and trigger me. Being able to know that helps me be proactive and show up in the moment and be like, okay, I can feel the shame. I can feel the anger coming up. But hey, you know what? I want to look for the opportunity. And a lot of times when I'm feeling a certain way, my teenager is feeling either the same way or a similar way. When I remember that, I realize, oh, hey, you know what? This isn't a tough 
parenting moment just for me. This is tough on my teenager, which helps me come from a place of curiosity, trying to understand what my teenager is experiencing, how he's going through it. Helps me come from a place of compassion. Oh, you know, I don't want to be mad. I want to be patient. I want to be loving. And I want to show him that, hey, you know what? No matter what, I still love you. I still care about you. And just as much as I'm doing my best, I trust that you are doing your best. I want to take these moments and I want to turn them into opportunities for my teenager to be like, oh, hey, you know what? I can learn from this. I can change. I remember as a teenager getting yelled at, getting in trouble. I don't blame my parents. They didn't know any better way. And you know what? It's part of the human existence. I do it to this day as a parent. I'll yell and my son will be like, Dad, you're yelling. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, but I'm so upset. The thing is, I remember as a teenager just being scared to death of my parents. I remember thinking, man, I've let them down. They'll never love me after this. And when I remember that, I think, oh, you know what? I want my teen to know that no matter what he does, no matter what he's struggling with, I love him and I'm here to support him. I'm here to do whatever I can to help him. You truly do have the power to turn challenging parenting moments into powerful opportunities for you and your teenager to connect. Powerful opportunities for you to show love, for you to teach through example, for you to teach even through your words because now you haven't triggered your teen's amygdala and they can process at a higher level. They're not just worrying about surviving. They're like, oh yeah, yeah, there is a better way. So I want to invite you, next time you find yourself in a challenging parenting moment, take a minute. Find the opportunity. Take a minute and realize, hey, you know, how do I want to show up? I know for me, a lot of times I don't identify challenging parenting moments until after. And I'm like, oh man, I did not handle that how I wanted to. That's okay. Use the model. Go learn from how you handled it. Make a plan for how you want to handle it in the future. That way, the next time it comes up in the present, you can show up intentionally because, hey, I've planned for this. I have a plan. So that is the message I want you to take home. Just know that you do have the power to turn tough parenting moments into powerful opportunities, opportunities to love and connect with your team and to teach by your example. With that, I'll let you go with an invitation If you haven't yet joined my group coaching program, I would like to invite you to. Um, If you'd like to take this work even further, that is a good place to start to find out, hey, do you want to work with me? And in this group, you'll realize, hey, there's a lot of resources. There's a lot of other parents who are struggling with their teenagers just like me. I promise the benefit you've gotten from listening to this podcast and learning, hey, you know what? I can parent differently. You get the support, you get a community in this membership that will help you take your parenting work to the next level. I look forward to talking to you soon, and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Impact, Parenting with Perspective. If you found any of this helpful and would like to get some one-on-one help with parenting your team, 
head over to benpewcoaching.com slash mini and sign up for a free consultation today. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you.